Goedemorgen. We zijn vrijdag 21 oktober. We zitten hier in Chateau du Lac de Jeanval. Een prachtige locatie waar zo net het IBETSMA One Day Symposium van start is gegaan. Kan u zichzelf even voorstellen? Jazeker. Ik ben Olivier van der Veke. Ik ben eerst en vooral nu skeleoorarts en hoofdhalschirurg. Ik ben ook verbonden als professor aan de faculteit van geneeskunde en gezondheidswetenschappen van de Universiteit Antwerpen. En vandaag ben ik vooral de voorzitter van deze vereniging, IBETSMA, Interdisciplinary Belgian Dental and Surgical Sleep Medicine Academy, die een achttal jaar geleden het daglicht zag en hier vandaag een succesvol symposium heeft georganiseerd. Looking at the international audience that we have here today, let's continue in English. Um, what is the meaning of this uh, one-day symposium for your organization? Well, I think it's crucial, and what I hear from, from the members and from the participants, is that actually, they, they over the years, they count on us to have this, ideally on a yearly basis, to get together, to get an update on the current evidence on the different treatments within our field, But I think the networking and, and, and to hear about new things for them is crucial. And if we would not do it, either someone else would do it or they would miss it out and, and, and that would be a pity. Let's say that the field of sleep disorder breeding and in particular the diagnosis and the treatment is a field that is now in a, in a very fast evolution of innovation. And so it's a win-win situation and, and I think their attendance is crucial for them but also for us. Um, goedemorgen, ik ben Marijke Deeltjens. Um, ik ben postdoctoraal onderzoeker aan de Universiteit Antwerpen. Um, ik ben van opleiding biomedische wetenschapper en doe al sinds 12 jaar ondertussen um, onderzoek rond snurken en slaapapneu in behandeling met een um, MRA, dus een, een mondstukje tegen slaapapneu. Ik heb vandaag proberen een um, overzicht te geven van de literatuur van de voorbije drie jaar. Um, waar het bleek dat er meer dan 300 publicaties waren, dus ik heb echt een strenge selectie moeten maken. En vooral wat belangrijk is voor de klinische praktijk, voor de artsen en de tandartsen. Ik denk dat er onder de laatste jaren veel is ingezet op hoe dat we de, therapie, de efficiëntie van de therapie kunnen verbeteren. Ik denk dat we daar nu wel meer inzicht in hebben, dat um, zowel titratie als selectie een grote rol kan spelen. Anderzijds is de therapie trouwens redelijk goed, maar ook daar moeten we blijven inzetten op de individuele patiënt en dat daar de partner heel belangrijk is als ook het begin van de therapie om lange termijn behandeling goed op punt te blijven houden. Dankjewel, professor. Hi there, my name is Roy Duken. I'm a general dental practitioner on the island of Guernsey, uh, working in general dentistry, but I have an interest in dental sleep medicine. I uh, have worked on the board of the European Academy of Dental Sleep Medicine for 10 years and I lecture in the UK and in Europe. The topic uh, I spoke about today was a trial that has been undertaken by a general dentist in practice looking at the results he was uh, receiving using a new oral appliance that he'd come across. He had the suspicion that the appliance was working really well, but to objectively confirm that, he started to collect data. 
I think the, the important factor was that uh, the dentist was absolutely correct in his assumptions and the data that he has collected has proven that the appliance is comfortable and very effective across all ages, across all uh, uh, weight bands and also gender. Thank you so much, Dr. Doug. Thank you very Thank you. much indeed. You also took the stage as a lecturer. Can you briefly uh, give us uh, what your lecture was about? Yeah, so my lecture today was on a specific trial that we are doing. We do regret that currently in most countries worldwide there is this one-size-fits-all approach, uh, which means giving uh, the CPAP treatment, uh, which is a nasal mask, giving or providing positive pressure to the, to the airway of the patient to treat obstructive sleep apnea is given to all the patients um, and probably it's no good huh? probably half of the patients at least will sooner or later anyway discontinue that therapy so you lose a lot of energy a lot of finances uh, a, a lot of effort and it's very negative for the patient and so we do believe that it should be more personalized and so the study we're doing is comparing up front the oral appliance therapy with CPAP and you can only compare from a scientific point of view when you would give both therapies in a randomized order to the patients and then we not only focus on the true results like technical results on a sleep test but one of our main outcome is actually on patients preferences so we interviewed the patient at the end of the study after using both therapies okay listen what would be if you can choose the one or both therapies maybe that you would prefer and I think in the long run to include these effects on patients references but also on the interdisciplinary decision making that's crucial and is something that Ibetsma has a key key role an important role to play uh, Dr. Suresh Shakande. Uh, we looked at a uh, retrospective analysis of about 167 patients of our clinical routine practice at the University of Antwerp Hospital, looking at the impact of titration mechanism and the device design on the efficacy of the treatment and specifically on supine dependent sleep apnea. What we noticed in the study, again, this is the preliminary analysis that we're looking at. The full analysis still needs to be done. But what we've noticed is limitation of vertical opening in these patients uh, played an important role in patients with supine dependent sleep apnea. And of course, the design of the device and the titration mechanism by which the mandible and maxilla are connected with each other does make an important impact on the efficacy of the treatment. So for dentists, for clinicians, it's important to look at that approach when they're seeing their patients, having that personalized approach towards the care and selecting the right device for the right patient would be very important, of course. Yeah. Thank you so much. Of course, my pleasure. Thank you again. Bye. Uh, my uh, name is Maria Sorna, and I'm a otolaryngologist uh, and sleep surgeon at the University of Miami. So today's topic was on uh, current trends and future developments of hypoglossal nerve stimulation therapy for sleep apnea, and uh, it was mostly focused on uh, current therapy and uh, how it has evolved over the past uh, 
20 years and where it's going. Hypoglossal nerve stimulation is a new evolving technology that is very effective for treatment of obstructive sleep apnea, has low complications rate and high patient satisfaction. This is at the early stages of its development and I think it's going to continue to grow and evolve in the future and uh, advancements in the technology and potentially combination therapy with what else is available in the market can really improve patients' quality of life and the treatment of their disorders and hopefully long-term also have a significant impact on uh, health outcomes. My name is Dr. Edward Saul. I'm from uh, Syracuse, New York, the United States, and I'm both a otolaryngologist, dentist, and sleep physician um, in practice for many years. And I was asked to moderate this session as uh, we had today. Well, Dr. Van Der Beeken and myself, we posed four or five different questions to get um, the panelists' opinion on various topics in obstructive sleep apnea. Uh, they were broken into uh, groups and the groups were given the questions, and then at the end of a 30-minute discussion period, those questions were then discussed uh, in a panel on the stage by a representative of that group. It seems uh, one of the consensus opinions was the importance of DICE, uh, which is drug-induced sleep endoscopy, as you know, for evaluating patients prior to mandibular advancement devices. And I find it quite interesting because in the, in the United States, this is used very infrequently for that purpose, but it seems to be a very important part of the uh, evaluation of a patient prior to proceeding with an oral device. Uh, certainly that was one of the things that uh, came out in the discussion. And other important things were um, issues of when to refer uh, a patient for a mandibular uh, advancement device or surgery was dependent on factors on the number one patient preference, BMI, uh, and um, some of the anatomical considerations. So I think there was general consensus that um, with respect to alternative therapies to CPAP, uh, patient preference was paramount in the decision uh, making. Thank you so much. Thank you. First of all, I'm, I'm standing here as a, as a proud man. Um, I, I founded this interdisciplinary academy almost eight years ago. We didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know where, where it was going. But looking at a conference where there's almost 150 people attending from all those different disciplines involved in our interesting field of sleep disorder breathing, then I'm, I'm in particular proud on that interdisciplinary discussion, and it's very rare. So we have several American um, invited speakers, and they are really surprised by the fact that we are sitting together in one room and not having a conference. And in the one room are the dentists, in the other room are the ENT, in the other room are the sleep physicians. So to bring these people together, not like maybe theoretically, but also to do this in practice, to bring them really together, that is something that makes me happy, and I hear from the attendees that this is a very unique project and they don't want to miss any of our meetings so the future is bright thank you so much thank you for listening to our live podcast from the IBETSMA one day symposium 
Let's save the date for the next IBETSMA conference. It will be a two-day conference in Knokkeheest next year, 2023, on September 22nd and September 23rd in Knokkeheest in La Reserve Resort. This podcast was made in collaboration with EasyDoc, bridging health and care for exceptional results. Thank you.